Hey, back here on the Exeter Show. Welcome. Thanks, as always, for checking our show. Uh, check our sponsors. Uh, I'm here with Joe. Joe, how are you? Doing okay. We're recording a lot of things all at once, so now we're doing uh, yet another show. Yes. More uh, etc. It's like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, we're trying to get a lot of content out for you. Um, we are debuting a new feed of our podcast. Uh, pretty much, we're separating out Ohio and pop culture stuff. So we want to give you a little bit more Ohio content for that branch of our podcast family. So yeah, we're talking about stuff that's either in Ohio or stuff we care about here in Ohio. Um, you know, I got to tell you, Joe, um, the social media trends, they don't bother me. I mean, I'm not losing sleep over them. I'm not getting angry. I'm not, you know, but I, I get tired of them. So this latest social media trend uh, that was going on, there's these red flags. Now, Joe, do you understand what's happening here with the yes. red flags? Okay, please tell me. Yes, I, I do. Up. So it's a <coughs> it is a viral trend whereby uh, someone will make a statement in quotation marks, and it will be a statement that uh, and follow that statement with a bunch of red flag emojis. So it's like this whole line of emojis. And the the meaning of it is supposed to be if you come across somebody who says this sentence or this phrase or this whatever, that should be a giant red flag to you or a series of 20 red flags that this person has said this statement. Red flag, stay away from that person. So if I did a tweet about how I'm feeling right now, right, uh, I would say I'm wide awake and super alert right now. And I'll put red flags saying that's not the case. Uh, no, right? not necessarily. Uh, uh, let's how, say, how would I write that? Uh, what, what? Somebody, somebody made the statement, I'm a huge Cleveland Brown fan. Right. You would put a whole bunch of red flags after that because stay away from a person who would go out and publicly claim to be a Cleveland Browns fan. Didn't the so it's not that it's not that you're lying or you're being facetious. It's that if somebody says this, you want to let everybody know that somebody who said this is somebody to stay away from. Okay, so like the Arizona Cardinals NFL team, they have a viral tweet. They lost the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl, where Santonio Holmes caught a pass uh, and to win them the Super Bowl. And some people said, well, was his feet down? Was it a good catch or not? So I don't know if you saw this one, Joe. The Cardinals were like, San Antonio's home's feet were down, and they had red flags. Yeah. So they're saying, stay away because that, that apparently yeah, Stay away from true. that person who who believes that because, oh, they're, okay. because they're wrong. Okay. Right. So like Dr. Pepper put out one where the quote quote is, no, we don't have Dr. Pepper. So that would be a bunch of red flags. Dr. Pepper would tell you to stay away from a place that would say, we don't have any Dr. Pepper. Joe, you're the TikTok expert of our I, I am? <laughs> yes. Yikes. That's how bad off we are, that I'm the TikTok expert. You're, you're so, the it's, tic so it's a facetious kind of statement. I think right. most people who are putting them out are, being, are joking. Uh, they're joking around with this as a meme. None of them are really that serious. Right. Well, the, uh, e, the e news channel 
there one says as quotation marks i don't keep up with the kardashians and a bunch of red flags so you should right, stay away from somebody who says they don't keep up with the kardashians because they're the e-channel and they want you to keep up with the okay. kardashians well let me ask you about this other social media fad and that's why i'm declaring you are tiktok beat writer of this so channel because I, yes. I get to explain uh, yeah memes and social media trends in a right. way that makes them not fun anymore. Well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I teach, I, I work at a high school. I'm not really a teacher, okay. but I, I, I work at a high school. And uh, uh, so it's most often my job to be the really tall old guy who stands in the cafeteria in the morning that makes sure all of the kids leave after mm. eating breakfast to go to their classes. Okay. So my job is to stand there and make them uncomfortable. <laughs> So what's this latest? <laughs> I, I don't have TikTok, but I think yes, on Facebook. Nor do I. But they're showing you TikTok videos or something. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing a lot of these where um, I don't know. I've seen some guys. It seems to be more women do this, where they do a stance where they're doing this sure. like that, right. and then they do this or something. And, Again, I'm making a mistake. This is an audio podcast. I'm this is an audio hand. podcast. So there's a lot so of hand gestures and a lot of different types yeah, of Yeah, you're moves. like right. putting your fist on top of each other, sure. and then you put your hands up. So apparently, it's a way that you can answer questions about yourself. And, you know, all the ones I've seen seem to be pretty appropriate. They might say, hey, I'm a teacher. Here's what I do. And then, like, I guess when you're doing this, the question comes up. You know, with your fists, and there's a question pops up on the screen like, "Do you work eight hours a day?" And then when you move your hands up like this, on the top, they'll say, "Yes, I work forty hours a day," or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because, hey, if it's maybe you're wondering, uh, you know, if it's something you want to know more about, that's fine. But after I watched five of them, like I quickly got tired of them. I mean, have you seen any of these? You know, I actually haven't. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I haven't seen them, but I understand that. So much like a lot of the short video apps, um, even which will go into even including something like uh, Facebook Messenger, Instagram right. has filters. Right. Uh, and so it is kind of a filter that comes up and asks you that question or, or something comes up and asks you the question. And the filter responds to whatever it is you're doing. So, you know, like you said, you right. raise your hands up and it'll say yes, or you do another gesture and say no, in the same way that if you're using a, an Instagram filter or a Facebook Messenger filter, uh, it automatically puts a hat on you or something and follows you around. So it's, it's something that's activated by an automated animation thing that's within the app. Um, so that becomes the fun of the game is that you'll get a right. random question and you, you can make a gesture or whatever, respond to the question and it will do whatever it is that you're doing. I don't know. It's a simplistic kind of goofy thing, uh, it, that it's just fun to do something on a screen and have an automated animation thing pop up when you do some different gesture. And it's fine if you do that. I'm not saying you're right. I don't person. know who has the I time mean, to do these kinds of things. I guess, I guess you do well, a whole bunch of them in a row and post them over throughout the day. I don't. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. But it is some way of communication 
that is using an advancing degree of technology that becomes fun just because you can make a gesture on the screen and an animation will pop up. And the part of the fun of Excited shows for me to say crazy stuff like, you know, whoever sure. does that should die or something. And I'm not, yes. I'm they not going. Not, they should probably right. not die. I mean, eventually yeah. they will, but probably not right. from using TikTok. And I'm not going to go that far in tongue and cheek way or, or not. But I, don't, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't think you're a terrible person for posting that. I think you said it. A, who has time? But B, are we getting to be a slave? For all the crap, it's kind of like okay, in junior high, you know, okay, someone Nikes is a popular shoe to wear, so now everyone's wearing a Nike, and sure. you know, okay, you're you know, doing this, that just you know, like everybody saying, else. You're starting this story, and it reminds me of something. Again, I work at a school. Uh, yeah, the school I work at has different grade levels all the way down. So they have high school in the morning. We do uh, the arts people that I work with uh, do a, a, an elementary school uh, arts hour. And then in the afternoon, they have middle schoolers. So we have the whole range from fourth grade all the way up to 12th. Um, and so occasionally I, I kind of monitor things in the hallway and whatever. So sometimes I'm just picking up random stuff that's left. I collect pencils that people have left on the playground. And so I, every day I come away with uh, sometimes eight to 10 pencils every day i find them anyway one of the things that i found which i have not thought about in years is you know those paper things that get folded up and they have four quadrants and you oh, open yeah, them yeah, like yeah. it's that but a technology <laughs> that uh is far advanced from folding up the piece of paper and writing you know what kind of where do you want to live what kind of house do you want to live in and uh, do you want to live near the ocean? And then, you know, you unfold the whole thing and it's who you're supposed to marry or whatever. Right. You know, there's like nonsense games like that. Like who has the time to fold up the paper and fold it in this particular way to play this stupid game that eventually you just throw away onto the, the playground. Who has time for that? Now it's in your phone and it is animation that reacts to the way you move your hands. And I see some benefits to it. Like, um, you know, I'm a marketer. I do. I market news. I market other stuff. Yeah, if you can do a video like the throw your hands up, mm -hmm. if they get more people interested in your stuff, okay, great, do it. I so I'm, again, I'm not saying you're horrible if you watch them or if you're horrible if you do them. I just we're the society that just you know we just go from you know fad to fad, and yeah, it's not dooming us as a society, but. What was it doing? I mean, <laughs> oh, a lot of different things. <laughs> it does, and, and the the two examples that we're just bringing up here are are do completely different things. Something like the 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 red flag uh, uh, trend uh, is a part is a it comes out of this desire to participate in something and try to be clever or try to find a a way to use this red flag meme in a in a clever right. funny way. And so this that that's uh, that's kind of standing around in a group of people trying to escalate the uh, the insults that you would give to each other or whatever. And you're not even really insulting somebody. It's you're not. It's facetious in the sense that you're not really trying to insult somebody. Or sometimes you are, uh, but the bond of the group actually comes through trying to find the really good insult. You know. Well. 
Uh, and so that does that. Um, but the interactive TikTok thing with the animations is, you know, in, in the, let's call it the legitimate media, uh, there's something to a participation in, in something like that, that if you can find a way to capitalize on a, a reader's interest or a reader or a user's interest in uh, participating in the information, you could actually design a TikTok questionnaire where people would respond and you could get all of the data that you're interested in oh, gathering yeah. by making it not a questionnaire where somebody clicks on dots that actually makes you feel like you're taking the SATs again. If you make it a TikTok thing, you can gather the same inter in information in a way that users would be interested in participating in. Well, and there's definitely marketing benefits. I mean, you know, you're in place. You're trying to market your play. Right. You, know, you can probably do something like that. Uh, I market the news. I market some mm -hmm. stuff I do on the side. Do <laughs> you want to come and see Little Shop of Horrors? And when you raise your hands up to say yes, uh, the animation comes up like the Audrey 2 plant that's in the show that it smiles and says, right. you know, whatever but, it might be. But then that whole thing just becomes a fun way of participating and now right. that they've put a TikTok out about it, now they are tagged and you um, are connected to them as a potential customer. Right. So it's beneficial if you're marketing stuff. If you're right. just regular you and Until me. Until it gets abused and then nobody wants to do it anymore because now it's used well, marketing. <laughs> yeah, you said, yeah, you said that like a week ago and it's true. So we sit here and we're if we're marketing something, a play, a news story, whatever else the case might be, we're desperately trying to find ways of getting our stuff, be it your play, be it my story, in front of more people. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, okay, we're like, all right, here's this cool little video thing where we're raising our hands up. How do we do that? It ticks off regular people like you who are like, wait a minute, I'm just doing this to have fun. I don't need Coke to do their own video of this. You know? Right. I just want to do that. And as soon as that happens, then that trend will be dead. Yeah, I understand it makes the day go by quicker. We need fads. We need something to do. Yeah. Hey, it's fun. We get together Wednesday nights to record some podcasts. Hey, it's something to look forward to. Hey, a rough day. I get to hang out with friends and record a podcast. So, again, Talk about silly articles. Yeah, but I, I guess I kind of look at it and say, what are we doing with our life? We're just you know, aimlessly going from fad to fad. We get distracted by saying, oh, it's the... You know, the ice bucket challenge or is our fad this month or our right. fad is doing this video dance and it's not destroying our society, but what's it doing? I, I, I guess overall, that's my frustration with social media trends. Um, I guess the, the, the alternative is to do nothing. Yeah. And that's not why we're all connected electronically with of something that is a device that is constantly uh, demanding our attention. Uh, we're paying big money to have these phones in our pocket. Let's go ahead and use them to connect with one another. <laughs> well, and I guess that's a way of being social. Um, uh, you know, I participated <clears throat> in things with people who are around the globe and all it was, was a silly uh, video thing that somebody did. I don't like doing those because I don't, really care that much for myself on on camera uh but uh i under i understand the social drive to do those kinds of things i right. don't participate in it myself 
I'm much more introverted than that. And I don't, I don't like to put that much part, that kind of part of my life out in front of people. I prefer to be silly and private. Well, in my, or if I'm paying paid big bucks for it, my humor could be dark at times. I mean, I, I um, do a lot of Facebook, you know, commenting, but like a friend of mine was like, guess what concert I'm at? And, Somehow, I immediately went to the Rich Hologram, Rich Mullins Hologram Tour. Mm. Rich Mullins, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I going to a dark place? Why don't right. I just guess, hey, Stephen Chris Chapman or right. Billy Joel or, or whatever? Or something that's a legitimate guess. Yes. I don't know. Well, that's Why am that's I just going too. to dead That's me, too. Is it, is it a Midwestern thing? Is it an Ohioan thing that we just have to, like... Uh, my biggest trouble in commenting on people's uh, stuff is somebody who will post something about having a hard day or, or, you know, that they're excited about something, you know, just an, a totally innocuous thing. Actually, no, the bigger one is if somebody like needs prayer for something, you know, and it's a whole line of people who are just like, I'm thinking about you or I'm praying or just the, the high five emoji that people think is praying hands, but it's actually yeah. a high five. Uh, and it's a whole long line of those things. The danger I have is that I might be the second person to comment and I say some stupid thing that is designed to make that person laugh or smile or just, you know, think about think about something else for two seconds while they read my stupid comment. And then afterwards, it is a huge line of people who are all very earnestly uh, posting about how they're. I'm praying for you and your family during this difficult time. And I've said some stupid thing and it's just yeah. trapped up in the comment things. And I, and I get all these notifications of everybody who's being really genuine. That's where I get busted. <laughs> so it sounds like there's a value. Now we can question the authentic, our, our relationship's really authentic with people we know online. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you want to get to know people online, you have to be silly. Like um, at my work each day, we have a, a meeting of all of our uh, people that work in my department nationally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like a team's call of like 200 people. And, you know, they encourage right. you to And, um, where you can mark, you can just put funny things. So sometimes I'll write funny things. And sometimes I sit here, I'm like, why am I doing this? But I guess that's your way of interacting. Where if we're at a regular office or if we're going to the same church, I guess it's my way of bringing you donuts, right? I, I can't bring you donuts. So maybe right. It's my, uh, or, or to make comments during you know the Sunday school hour or whatever it might be, like they're going to get to know that side of your sense of humor if they got to meet you face to face. Or maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. There are what? times where I get involved in something where my face to face attitude is very different from how free I might feel if I could make comments during on Facebook or in the chat room. I actually got in trouble for this because it was a couple weeks ago they have a trivia part for this national call where they everyone takes turns and you prepare trivia but i was having a busy morning and i spent a half hour trying to come up with trivia questions i'm telling my boss i'm like hey 
I'm all for having fun, but we're kind of busy today. Why are we doing trivia? But, you know, that's, I guess that's your way of growing relationships. So I, I guess I got to do a better job of growing relationships. I'm a stinker, right? Well, yeah, there's something to be said for part of what it takes to grow relationships is to waste time. Yeah. Whatever wasting time means. Uh, efficiency does not grow strong relationships. Mm-hmm. These are deeply personal ones. Like you end up having a, a very professional work relationship. Oh, this is somebody who's very efficient, somebody who's very hardworking, whatever. Like you get that sense, but there's not much getting deeper behind the facade. Uh, if, if it's only ever the most efficient thing. I, this actually just came up recently at my work as well, where I have a meeting with, uh, a, a smaller group, not a big 200 person meeting. I've have some of those that are giant wastes of time, not giant wastes of time, but very inefficient at using their time at all. Um, but uh, in a smaller group setting where people have been reluctant to spend this time as a unit, just getting to know each other in a different format. Because it's not that we don't know each other at all, but we have a lot to get done. Uh, public school teachers have a lot of paperwork and stuff to do. So to sit around and, you know, chew the fat for a little while is a really, you can feel the second hand ticking away because <laughs> yeah. there's so much to get done. Um, but it's still a valuable use of time to get to know people. And sometimes I have always found that creativity comes out of creative solutions come out of spending the time uh, wasting time thinking about other things. And then those tangential ideas end up getting bound up with the things that are the urgent things. But Very you got to be able, you got to spend the time with those. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks to everyone out there you know, for checking out the Excedra show. Getting philosophical uh, about social media trends. But, you know, it's good because there's some sh shows that have been on the ridiculous side, which is good. I yep. want to be ridiculous. Maybe it's because we're both tired, but we're getting a little yep. more philosophical tonight. But, but I'll that's also okay. say that something right. like the red flag meme, like we were, we were discussing some of the ones that were more corporate. That's when this trend's going to die. It's on its way out yes. now that all these corporations right. are starting to use them to advertise themselves. It's dead. Yeah. No, exactly. I don't disagree. So, hey, uh, so good to have serious discussions as well as we delve into the crazy ridiculous. Like, what was it? A couple weeks ago, we were justifying crime. <laughs> and, justifying um, crime. Yes. But hey, time got a little bit more serious, which is good. I still like, if you haven't uh, checked it out yet, check out the one from a few weeks back where we talked about churches and we gave some honest thoughts about. Yeah, you know, I was exhausted. Uh, I don't know what, why I got so serious, but then I got really interested in hearing everybody's actual responses. Well, and I like, didn't really want to be that silly. I don't know why, but it was just, it, I found it really interesting. And during our pre-show, it was interesting. Um, my wife, a lot of times, doesn't want to be in the same room with me as I'm podcasting. But it was interesting. That conversation we had a few weeks back about church sparked a conversation between my wife and I. It was really cool. Yeah. To, so, yeah, it was good. So, like I said, you'll never know what you get. But, you know, we try to talk about some Ohio stuff <laughs> and news effects Ohio. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's et cetera. It's good. <laughs> well, we're part of other ventures that are more... 
uh, structured. It's nice to have something that's not structured. Yeah. So it's pretty good. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. And like I said, Paul had some work stuff going on. I think he'll have work stuff going on the following week, but the week after that, he'll make his triumphant return. So it'll be good. Yay. All right. Any other thoughts before we – oh, you know what? Let's do this real quick. Anything you want to promote, Joe? You got to play. See, I know uh, you have something. Well, uh, I mean, the little little shop of horrors is now over. It closed right. last weekend. Uh, that was so much fun to work with uh, that cast of people. It was it was a a good first show back. And there's a lot of arts organizations that are finding difficulty in navigating COVID restrictions and regulations. And Actors Equity has a lot of um, restrictions and the ways that they want uh, productions to be run. And then just for safety of audience members. So it was a good first time out for our local theater here in, in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, New Stage Theater, to um, actually you know, put people in seats and figure out how these procedures are going to work for us. And ultimately we had a good uh, last weekend with uh, some good sold out houses. So it's a lot to learn from, to move forward. I just got cast. Uh, I was asked to play the role of the ghost of Jacob Marley in our production of um, uh, a Christmas Carol. So we don't start rehearsing for a couple of weeks, but um uh, there, there'll be a whole bunch of performances once we get into the beginning of December. Very good. And uh, I'll briefly talk about some of these other podcasts we got going on. Uh, earlier tonight, Joe and I um, taped some thoughts about uh, supply chain. And you might be like, oh, geez, what are they talking about? But we talked about all the stuff you can't find anymore. It was kind of it was interesting. Uh, what else did we talk about? Um, oh, earlier in the night. Uh, we're doing a lot of pop culture podcasts now, and I met up with Joe Castle and Craig Schaup, uh to talk about the new CBS series, Ghost. I, I'm intrigued. I'm going to give it more time, but I'm intrigued so far. Uh, also talked with Laura Kessel about uh, the third um, Seinfeld, um, the stakeout. Uh, no, not the stakeout. That was last week. We talked about the robbery about Jerry's apartment getting robbed and what he's doing after that. And then Laura and I, on our Frasier discussion, talked about um, a Midwinter's Night Dream, which was um, the first season when Niles and Daphne almost got together. And Niles was having some trouble knowing what to do. Uh, that Niles, what a funny guy. So, All right, and that's what's going on for me. Hey, check our sponsors. They're on our podcast page. Uh, check them out. Uh, they help support us, and uh, we always could use that. Share some of your friends. Um, Joe, I think I'm out. I think I got everything I need to say. So there it for is. For Joe, this is Chris. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for checking us out. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com. <laughs>